You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm here with a guest. His name is James Hudson. That's me. So, James. Yeah, that is you, James. Tell me a little bit about yourself, buddy. Yeah, so uh, I – my name's James, first of all. (laughs) I live in Fort Wayne, Indiana, um, which if you are unfamiliar with it as a city, uh, nobody blames you. It's uh, not super notable, but – uh, I you know, I've got friends here, so that's that's a reason to stay. Um, but yeah, I have a I I host a horror movie podcast and YouTube channel. Um, and I basically, really, I uh, lost my job at uh, the beginning of the year and didn't really know what to do with a little bit of that extra time I had on my hands. So I started the podcast and uh, just forced some of my friends to be on too and we watch scary movies and we talk about them and it's pretty fun and uh, that's kind of what i've been up to for the last few months have you been living off like podcasting oh absolutely not i wish that would be uh awesome wouldn't it <laughs> It'd be awesome just to have a podcast about horror movies i mean there's so many good ones out there yeah what's your uh, favorite no. all-time horror movie oh all time if you're just gonna put me on the spot like that i'm just gonna i have to go with scream and it's probably not even because it's the best. It's just because as a 90s kid, that was just so important for me growing up. So it's got to be yeah. got to be Scream. Now, were you like me? Did you watch the movies even though you weren't allowed to watch them because it would give you nightmares? Well, you know, I, uh, I had kind of a uh, – I have kind of an interesting uh, childhood, I guess, um, Early on, my I was I was actually uh, adopted by my grandparents from birth because my mom had me when she was sixteen, and so they had me at a, my parents, quote unquote, who adopted me, were way older than anybody else my age, and they had already had you know four or five kids and sent them off out of out of the house, and they were you know pretty much over the whole like raising children thing. <laughs> so I I basically grew up on. TV and movies. Uh, that was TV was my babysitter. Nickelodeon was my babysitter, and uh, so yeah, they didn't really put a lot of control over any of that stuff. So I would uh, very easily be able to watch things that most kids my age wouldn't watch. I was actually the kid who, at like sleepover birthdays and stuff, I would be the one who snuck in like the R-rated movies because my parents just didn't care. Yeah, well, it was the whole like I mean. The only thing I think my parents really ever cared to the point where was when I was little, they were watching Friday the 13th and they were like, you're <laughs> going to watch it. You're going to get nightmares. So I got sent to bed, but you know, just like little kids do, they don't actually go to bed. They hide around the corner. Oh, no, absolutely. So I watched it. Next thing I know, I was afraid to go to sleep. They're like, why are you afraid? I'm like, there's a, there, someone's going to kill me when I step <laughs> off this bed right now. Someone is going to take me under this bed, chop me up and eat me. <laughs> gonna happen like you're 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 four years old what are you talking about i'm like it's gonna happen 
You don't, you just don't know tomorrow. You're going to wake up. I'm not going to be there. And I like, I had a Chucky doll. Okay. Before I knew what Chucky oh, was. Man. And then I saw the Chucky movie. I was like, get this the fuck out of my room. Nope, please. Get it out. Okay, good. I'm glad you said fuck. Now I don't have to worry about censoring myself. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, I need to start putting that like in the disclaimer before I get, when I get people on like, Hey, you know, no, that's good. That's just super helpful for, to me. Cause I almost said fuck earlier. And then I, I was able to stop myself cause I was trying Wait, to be nice. My virgin ears. Oh no. I actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because like I, a lot of people look at like um like language and things of that sort of like cuss words not a bad thing to do it's just something that relieves a little bit of micro stress if you honestly do it more in your everyday life you're going to be less stressed out it's so true i totally agree with that that's why it's it, you know it's really really weird that the fact that they can show uh like what is it it's a guy kissing a guy on tv but they can't show a, a girl and a girl kissing on a tv yeah it's just that strange. changes the rating of the movie yeah that's true that's true and uh you know pg-13 you're allowed to have one f-bomb any more than that it becomes r that's so weird you think honestly like, <laughs> the kid probably hears it when he's seven years old i don't think he needs to oh yeah absolutely i always grew up uh in at least small size cities so never really small towns so i grew up a lot on the east coast i live in indiana now but i grew up on the east coast and like virginia beach and norfolk and i mean yeah, I mean, I was in inner city schools, like, I I learned most of my adult language and adult situations from the, the bus ride. Yeah, well, I, those are formative moments when you're a kid, first of all. I mean, oh, absolutely. Somebody heard something from their parents, like, you know, they're saying it on the bus, and the next thing you know, you're like, oh my god, I got all this new information in my head. <laughs> I actually remember a time I convinced my parents to let me cuss when I was 14 years old. Oh, wow. I, See, I, that's, that's what's interesting about, about kind of my, uh, my, my journey growing up is by the, like, so I could pretty much do almost anything that I wanted, but then whenever I got to like middle school, like 13 or so, uh, my parents started going to church really hard. So all of a sudden we were like a Christian family. And so things that my parents didn't care about before now, all of a sudden they care about. So like no swearing and and, you know, not watching rated R movies in the house and stuff like that. It was just, it was really strange because it almost was reversed for me. Like they didn't care if I said a bad word when I was 10, but all of a sudden when I'm 15, now it's a problem. <laughs> I, I, well, that's like a whole structure thing too, with like your family trying to structure and instill goodness into you. But I'm like, it's not bad to cuss, you know, my cousin, right. my cousin is so is like seven, eight years old. And he just cusses at the dinner table. And like, I'm like, you're not going to say something to him. Like if I was little, I'd be getting my ass kicked right now or thrown through a wall. <laughs> and she looks at him. She's like, what? No, he's fine. He hears it all the time. I'm like, when did that become a thing? <laughs> when did that like i yeah. really i nobody knows the amount of uh, the strength it took for me to work up the courage to convince my parents to cuss i worked it from the bullying <laughs> angle it's like i'm getting cussed at in school and uh it would be really easy if i could just cuss back at them and, like <laughs> their only rule was you couldn't say the n-word but my brother is literally okay. there staring at me and looking at me like did he just ask for permission to cuss at other people <laughs> <laughs> and they gave it to him i'm like dude i should have been a salesman or something because i was selling like this information that you were like all right deal dude that's incredible i love that so let me uh, let me let me throw something at you like what uh I, I really like what you're doing uh with with this podcast i like how it's just sort of an open format and you're just talking to people that you've literally never talked to before so i mean 
our first interaction was you said, Hey, do you want to be on my podcast where we just talk? How, how the heck do you pull that off? Uh, what do you mean? How do I pull it off? I just Well, you know, like for me, like we have guests on the show uh, almost every single week, but like, we're all like, I got in real deep with like the, the Instagram horror community. And so like, I know anybody that I ask, even if they are maybe, you know, a little different than me, or maybe we all have this shared common interest and like, for, for your show, it's just anything goes. And I feel like that's just like super ballsy. It is ballsy. I do. I mean, I even post on Reddit too. You meet some weird ass people on Reddit. <laughs> I, I try, I was going to post on Craigslist, but I kind of steered away from it when I started seeing ads for people that'll just, they'll literally come over to your house and punch you in the balls for like a hundred dollars. <laughs> and it wasn't even the fact that that was a thing. It was the fact that there's some dude out there that's going to pay somebody to punch him in. The, like there's literally, I showed my teacher my senior year of school. I was like, did you know there's an ad for people getting punched in the crotch on Craigslist? He's like, I don't believe you. I don't think people are that stupid. I pulled up a photo. It was a guy took a picture of his swollen nuts. It was like after I had a great time with and then tagged the person. And it was like, oh my god, dollars! But it was the best two hundred I've ever spent in my life. My teacher just looked at me. He goes, "This is why I don't like computers in our class." And then walked away. I was like, <laughs> "It's it's a sad <laughs> fact. There are some people out here that are a little bit weird." But to yeah, answer that's your nuts. question, um, honestly, I just I, I'm just trying to hear everybody's thoughts and takes on stuff. I mean, we're all interested in something, right? Like you're interested. That's true. In horror movies, a lot of people choose not to watch horror movies either because it's too scary, too graphic. You know, I've talked to people that, hell, I know people that won't watch a horror movie because of the fact that it has demons in it. They think demons, anything yep. with demons in it, it's too real for them. And mm -hmm. I've always had a fascination with horror movies. Hell, I'm excited. It's getting into October here soon. And, you know, oh, yeah. AMC's Fear Fest is coming up. You know, every Let's single go. day, it's going to be like 12 things of Michael Myers, even though I stopped watching after like the first four. <laughs> yeah man spooky season is coming it's exciting i think it's something about the air too the i know it really it. is it i wonder though because i mean our the our climates are are similar i i truly wonder if if people in other climates so like if they live you know in florida or or california or something like that if if it's different for them because because it, it is for me like you get one of those really cool evenings we had our first one uh, not yesterday, but the day before where it was actually kind of cold when I woke up in the morning and I'm like, Oh man, spooky season's coming. Yeah. Well, like, I, I wonder if that's I different outside people the, other ways. Well, I walked outside the house this morning. I was in a buttoned up work shirt and, uh, yeah. it's not a shirt. It's a shirt. It's a little bit revealing if you're not wearing an undershirt. And the first thing I did was I grabbed my hand and covered above my nipples. Cause that little wind came through <laughs> and I was like, yep, got to put a jacket on, you know, yeah. But you feel that though, like it's the time the seasons are changing, you know, the, the, the colors are going to start turning to orange, those beautiful things. I find yeah. it really fascinating about a lot of people that come out about seeing ghosts and folklore types stuff that you hear like on the X-Files or something. Mm. It, it happens around the time of Halloween. And I'm like, it I does. think it's because the environment starts playing that factor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're right. It, it definitely is a uh, sort of a... Uh, just a psychological thing or a uh, self self fulfilling prophecy of you know it's spooky time so spooky things happen and uh yeah i'm, I'm kind of okay with that i really dig it so is halloween i'm guessing probably your favorite holiday absolutely favorite holiday it has been ever since i was a kid it was just one of those things like even as a kid i i was to this day i'm terrified of like 
haunted houses, not like true haunted houses, but you know, like a, like the event where like you go into a house or a, a business and it's like a haunted house. Um, so even when I was a kid, I hated shit like that. I, it just scared the hell out of me. I don't, but, I'm, not, I'm not allowed to go back to any haunted houses, sadly, <laughs> at least in my area. I, I had this one incident and I, I told the guy, I was like, just don't touch me. You know, they're not supposed to yep. touch you. They're not supposed to do that, right. do that thing they sign up for where they're able to. You can sign a slip. And this kid, I, I don't know if he knew me. I don't know. Um, he had yeah. a mask on, was wearing like a ghillie suit, and he, he it kept getting really close into my face. I was like, dude, I'll be like, it's good. Just just don't touch me. I don't care. I don't get scared that easy at all. Like, I'll watch a movie, and my grown-ass brother, like who's like five years older than me, will be watching it, and he'll be sitting there in the theater like, <gasps> like, like that one movie that came out, M. Night Shyamalan's movie. Um, ah, crap. The, the one with the creepy grandparents. Uh, what was that? The, the Visit or something like that? Yeah, something it was something weird but um yeah watching that and then even watching split he was like a little bit freaked out and like that was with my yeah. mom that was with everybody in the theater was all like <gasps> like clenching the seat and i'm just sitting there like oh my god this is the dumbest thing in the world like why are people kind of <laughs> scared of this it's not that i don't get scared i do get scared but i get scared of irrational things like i'm not going sure. to, be able to find a bathroom in time if i have to shit like if i'm in the middle of this aisle in the movie theater right now <laughs> how many people am i going to be an inconvenience to if i have to get up to piss that's my oh, yeah. fears my buddy's like dude you have irrational fears i'm like you want me to go watch avengers endgame with you that's a three and a half hour movie oh yeah piss four times in that movie you're gonna have to you wait. have to hey i have i'd rather wait till like it, it comes out on dvd and he's like well it's on DVD now do you want to go watch it i'm like nah i still i'm gonna have to we're gonna have to pause it and get up and i'm just gonna be inconvenience <laughs> but like yeah. when, it, when it comes to people scaring me in my house like i'll come home like one o'clock in the morning or something and they'll be hiding like in a room or something and then someone will just jump out and go ha ah! i'm like what's up like i i, I just I, right. I totally completely turned off to it because i guess it was the idea that monsters all those things you see werewolves all these things that were created they weren't it's not something you can't create a new face you can't create um an image yeah. you see in your dream that like you, it's 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 a matchup of a bunch of different people and a bunch of different things like you've seen so when you see a werewolf that wasn't just someone that created a werewolf that was something that someone saw a bunch of different things that chalked up into that werewolf whether it was like a bunch of right right a bunch of animals a bunch of whatever so your 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 mind's not powerful enough to create those things and once i thought of that and then a lot of scooby-doo too like watching them unmask every <laughs> ghost and everything like that it was kind of pretty funny did you actually yeah are you fascinated with the show supernatural I I really really enjoyed the first maybe like two seasons of Supernatural, but for me once it started getting a little too much into the uh, spiritual like the side. big yeah the big spiritual like you know a, a, apocalypse and uh, fucking all that shit it kind of lost me. Uh, yeah, for sure, it definitely. But I mean, played a toll. On me. It went for so long; it was over ten seasons, right? No, they're still going. It's season fourteen. They're still going. Holy shit, dude! It I binge watched that my whole summer. It's forty-five minute episodes, and there's like twenty episodes a season, and there's fourteen wow. seasons, so it lasts so long. But like, it, it's gotten weird. I mean, it, it's obviously you can tell it's like it's coming to an end soon. It's much like yeah. uh, Walking Dead. It's like at one point you just realize they're doing the same shit over and over again um right. 
I mean, it's a really good show. I think one of the 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 season thirteen they had out, they had a, did a Scooby Doo matchup where actually they got sucked into the <laughs> Scooby Doo cartoon. So it's like the creators of Scooby Doo worked with Supernatural to do this. And that's um, amazing. What's really cool was it showed the aspect like we we're talking about like my fascination, like Scooby Doo. You're unmasking something, and it turns out it's a person behind it. There are no such things as ghosts and all this type of stuff. Well, in the Supernatural mix-up. Uh, Fred or whatever goes to take the mask off one of the ghosts and rips the ghost head off. And it's like, <laughs> it, there was no mask. It was an actual monster. And he's like, Oh my God, monsters are real this whole time. And then like, they're all coming like, there's no fucking way, man. Like Shaggy's like it's a real <laughs> actor for Shaggy's like life's my life's a lie. He goes, everything's bullshit. And I'm like, Oh my God, you're just watching your, your, your freaking childhood heroes just immediately crumble. And like, they yeah. got it in the show. The guys, um, Dean and uh, Sam are their names. He's like, yep. we can't just leave them like this. Like they're all broken up. We have to make them believe that monsters are all people again. So they had to like kind of set it up in a way and then totally hide them from the truth. But it was like so funny to watch your, like everyone, like just immediately just start going into shambles when you find out monsters are real. Oh, that's incredible. I like because I, I, when it comes to AMC, that is the probably around the best time for AMC is October, dude. When that Fear Fest comes on, you know, yeah. I, I don't know a whole lot about Michael Myers and all that stuff. Like, I, f I find it really weird because I, I was pretty sure they chopped his head off, but then apparently he came back or something. And I was <laughs> like, okay, how long are we going to run with this? Is it going to turn into Fast and Furious where we're probably going to see Fast and Furious 32? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're at uh, 10, 10, I think 10 Halloween movies, and they just announced two more. Oh, my God. What are they? Sometimes you just got to <laughs> let something end. I mean, one of the yeah. best, all right, my all-time favorite, you said your all-time favorite movie was Scream. Who is your all-time favorite serial, like, one of those killers? Oh, shit. That's, uh, that's uh, not going to be Ghostface, because actually – uh, the Ghostface murderers in the Scream movies. It's like a different person every movie. It's actually not that great of a, a character. Uh, so my favorite of like the, the slasher villains is definitely Freddy Krueger. And it's because he, he's probably not the most frightening because he's the most unrealistic. But I actually like the kind of campiness and the cheesiness he brings. And I love the fact that like he he's not just going to like fucking kill you he's gonna make fun of you while he does it and that's just really entertaining i think one of my favorite is probably jason yeah i like jason Voorhees. i like his story though like he was like a kind of deformed kid that a bunch of people just drowned him at a summer camp and yeah that's that's so fascinating because it, it it creates a sense a sen a, like i guess a thing of real a uh, realistic um experience you know people get bullied and usually it's the bully kid you want to watch out for he's more likely to oh yeah one Absolutely. A movie like Friday the 13th is 100% like the the nerd's revenge story. I mean, I was kind of like a kind of an out more of an outcast in, in high school and stuff. I, did, I wasn't really a jock and I wasn't really smart because <laughs> I just didn't apply myself. So I hung out with a lot of like the stoner kids, even though at that point I had to go to church. So I wasn't allowed to be a stoner, but I hung out with the stoner kids and we and played music and then it was like this weird thing where like the skater kids didn't like the kids who played guitar. And so like, it was this weird thing. Uh, but I always felt like I was an outsider. So you watch something like Friday the 13th where like, yeah, the hot girl 
gets murdered. The the girl who would never pay attention to you gets her head cut off. The guy who's a total douchebag and is on the football team gets a harpoon through his skull. Like it's the ultimate like revenge story and and there's something really uh satisfying about that i felt one thing that really made the whole horror series like interest to me was the scary movies that came out oh yeah dude when they made fun of those regular like i saw that before i saw scream so then when i saw scream it was like <laughs> i was immediately already not scared i was like oh, yeah i what that like that on the phone <laughs> like when i saw that scene in the mass change of scream you had the tongue sticking out in the stoner yep Oh yeah, I definitely had that mask whenever that movie came out for sure. It was it was nuts because like there's been so many good ones. I definitely like the the clash ups they do too. Like when you're looking at um like a good one, let's say like Freddy versus Jason. Oh yeah, that's interesting story. I definitely think the new the last Nightmare on Elm Street they had was really really good. A lot of people gave it a lot of shit, but I thought it was actually pretty good. You know what? I, I only watched it once because I was a pretty big fan of the series, but I went and I watched it in theaters. And I remember leaving after seeing it in theaters and being like, hey, that was pretty good. I mean, they, the one big change to his character that pissed a lot of people off, but I wasn't that passionate back then. I don't think anyone was that passionate back then because, like, I mean, the internet was a thing, but, like, social media wasn't the monster that it is today and i think that movie came out in 2009 and like just like trolling and just like twitter exploding with with negative feedback and stuff that didn't quite happen as hard like the, people just didn't hate on shit as much as they do today so i remember leaving and be like oh that movie wasn't that bad and then as time has gone on like everyone just trashes it and i was like oh i guess that movie was bad i'm not supposed to like it <laughs> <laughs> Plus, back in the day, you had, like, the world was so much more simple, I think. I mean, the whole fact yeah. was you also knew not to take a ride from stranger, but now you're going to order a damn stranger to your house and give him a five-star rating, hashtag Uber. And <laughs> also, he delivers your food. Like, if I told my grandparents I was going to do Uber Eats and have this guy I've never met deliver food to my house, the first thing they would say is, are you fucking insane? They're going to poison Oh, yeah. Because that's what happened back in the day. You couldn't trust people. Now people Absolutely. are just unblindingly putting their faith in somebody else. How do you know? Oh, if no, man, for sure. Uber. Didn't they tell you not to hop in cars with strangers, and especially if they offer you candy? Now you hop in their car. They give you candy. and They you always buy. have candy. Always. Twizzlers, <laughs> jelly beans, whatever the hell you want. <laughs> it's so true. It's uh, It's gotten to a point where, like, parents – feel more safe paying for their kid to get an uber than you know teaching them how to drive like it's safer if you just get in a car with a stranger and have them drive you everywhere rather than you learn to drive yourself because you if you learn to drive yourself you're probably gonna wreck you know how easy it is to just buy a sticker that says uber put it on your car and just start kidnapping people oh man yeah it, it does happen saying i do it but if i <laughs> if i had a day off I want to kind of test this theory about, about how many people I can pick up and just drop them off in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, you hear those horror stories for sure. That's totally a thing. And back in the day, they used to avoid from picking up like hitchhikers and stuff. And now people are like, this guy could be a millionaire. And they pull over to go pick him up. <laughs> Next thing you know, Jim's been missing for six days. Oof. I mean, I, I really try to be uh, 
I guess a good Samaritan and just like a good person and do things like that. But I will honestly say, I don't think I have ever just picked up like a hitchhiker. Like, I don't know. There's something about that that just, uh, I don't, I, I still don't trust it. And I, it probably makes me sound like an asshole, but it's well, the dude, truth. Let me tell you something. I had to walk like eight miles to my house and it, it took me a good bit, but like I'm hitchhiking, dude. I mean, I, eight miles is way under rational. I was, it took me three hours to get home. It was a long walk. I walked, Oh yeah. That's a long way. I walked from like West ocean city all the way into ocean pines, which is like, it's like, that's like 20 something miles, dude. So yeah, I walked that and then I got caught in the rain halfway and I'm like hitchhiking. And then I found out like once I got home that there's a law saying that you can't pick up hitchhikers anymore. And I'm like, Oh, damn like when did we lose faith in humanity like i'm not a sketchy individual i was a kid i mean i'm still uh, technically a kid in some aspects i look like a child if i didn't keep my little bit of chin hair i had but <laughs> like i'm walking i seem like a good guy i'm like just walking thumb out you know like kind of hitchhiking it i don't have the bindle the little bum sack on my back or anything but i'm just walking right. with my car keys in my hand and nobody i saw i live in an old community too you think some of those people would have stopped by and picked me up and yeah that's wild i was just like you guys care more about your lawn than me fuck you and they just kept on <laughs> driving by i like dude it's fun that's what i'm saying though like that i i probably would have done the same thing and i feel like shit because of that like i i need to give more people rides like i feel I like an have, asshole look i have stopped and I've seen a weird, weird guy before, and I have picked him up, and I've given him a ride. I also have, like, I go to this food line all the time. Um, it's like, I don't know if you know what a food line is, a grocery store. Oh, I grew up in Virginia. I know me some food line. All right, right on. Um, well, like, I picked up this woman that I saw walking from food line at 2 o'clock in the morning. You could tell she just got off her shift, and I guess her ride belt on her. Picked her up and drove her to her house. I had no idea where she lived. I just drove. She lived kind of like a good bit away from me but i didn't care she said i'll pay you for gas so don't worry about it like there's some things you can do just to help out a little bit too i mean everybody's gonna slice you up or anything like that right actually i guess i guess now that i think about it uh, i am married and my wife has done some of those things like like we're driving somewhere and like we're at a gas station and like she like hears some chick on her phone outside that's like you know, trying to, trying to get a ride. And like, obviously their ride's not coming or not coming for a while or something like that. And like, we've, we've done that. We've helped people that way. I guess, I guess maybe whenever it's like a female with a female, like, I don't know, I guess I just, uh, maybe that's my problem is I just get too afraid of, you know, something looking like something that it's not. And, uh, you know, I just keep myself from getting involved. (laughs) <laughs> like obviously you don't want to pick up a transvestite i mean things no 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 no, no. Like <laughs> you said something that looks different just, than what it is I'm like, <laughs> just like you know like if, if there's just some girl that's like oh i you know looking for a ride and then like yeah i mean i guess you haven't really seen me you just saw me on facebook i show up with my big ass fucking um, fat ass dude with a beard like oh i'll give you a ride where are you going baby like I just don't want it to honestly, come off like that. You honestly, know? not to come off as uh, like man crush or anything, but you look like a teddy bear. To be hundred percent honest, <laughs> like you have. Oh such, yeah, oh yeah. You have uh, such a comfortable I... personality. Like you have a smile on your face in this picture. So it's like I don't mean to be stalking you on your Facebook, but it's like <laughs> you seem like a comfortable guy. I've heard some of your podcasts. I mean, you sound like you're very, very like comedic in the way you talk, which makes it really, really interesting. I don't. I how did you? 
decide to focus in on just horror movies. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, I've told well, you know, I made it clear that I, I love them first yeah, of all, but, and like, it's such a it's such a weird though because like I've listened to some of your episodes. The one I was I was really fascinated with. You were talking about Freddy and Midnight. I think was called something uh, disorient this this something. Oh yeah, uh, Midnight Midnight Social Distortion. Uh, guy's name his name's Mark. He has a blog called Midnight Social Distortion. Fucking awesome dude. But like I'm, I'm listening to a lot of stuff. Like you know, the big thing that happened a couple of years ago, uh, the scary clown thing, the whole people dressing oh, yeah. up as clowns and killing people. And then people were like, uh, that that goes into my mind where I'm trying to figure out: is this a joke, or is this an mm-hmm. actual like a group of insane people that are dressing up as clowns and just like? Because it started off on a Facebook thing. People were doing it as a joke. Then there were people right. doing the Facebook videos like, what the hell is this person doing? And he's like in a clown costume. It's like, when does the joke go a little too far? That's so true. And I, I, I don't, I, some of that stuff, it's, you know, it's that, uh, it's, it's that danger of the future and the quote unquote fake news. I know that we've, you know, <laughs> Trump has made that popular. I'm not trying to uh, uh, give him credit for it or anything like that, but he's definitely made that phrase something that we use a lot and yeah i think that it it is kind of that is what's scary is that it is getting to a place where like the joke might become reality but then maybe even that reality that we thought was reality is really a joke because one one of the the big stories it was buzzfeed or you know fucking somebody whenever all that clown stuff was going around there were there were some fake articles like from quote unquote news channel websites that were saying there were that was happening in our city in Fort Wayne. Like and so I get on like the actual Fort Wayne local shit and I'm like looking up like, you know, because you can always find like the the police like files, like people who were arrested this week and stuff and why and like all that shit on online. And I'm like, fucking there's <laughs> this clown thing didn't happen. But then you go on BuzzFeed and there's this huge article about clowns in Fort Wayne that are murdering people. And I'm like, what the, that didn't fucking happen. I live here. Like, It's not real. It's fake news. I think it's it's, fake news. I think it's funny. Um, like I really like seeing the progression, a little bit of history. Um, when it comes to the just horror movies in general, I like to see the old shit. Like I really do like to see the, the first, the first very first old movies that came out. And then I like seeing where we are now. I think one of my favorite movies that I guess you wouldn't really consider the average horror movie, but I still find it to be a scary as hell show or not show movie jaws. Oh, absolutely. 100%. People see, I mean that movie. Yeah. That movie literally was like, as, as far as what we know as like a, a modern blockbuster scary movie, like that was it. Yeah, but uh, since have, they say scary movie though, they don't think yeah. scary movie because it involves a shark, and it's like that's realistic though. It's like yeah, but so is the other thing. It's just it's not set up in a guy killing a person. <laughs> that's what's considered absolutely a horror film. No, I totally, I totally uh, consider Jaws a horror movie personally, and I mean it, it, it made the entire country. The U.S. is afraid of sharks because of Jaws. Even though if we didn't kill if, more sharks per year than sharks do, <laughs> yeah, no, like if we did, if Jaws did wasn't the incredible blockbuster that it was because it was a blockbuster before the term blockbuster even existed. Like they thought it was going to be terrible, and freaking 
uh, Spielberg is like in his car and they're like, hey, you just want to go drive by and, and take a look at the theater. And they go to drive by the theater. And the reason why they came up with the word blockbuster is because when everyone went to see Jaws, they literally lined up all the way around the block of the theater and there was no more room to line up because they went in a whole circle around the block. And like, because of that, we have Shark Week. Fucking Discovery Channel would have never sought out Shark Week if Jaws wasn't the phenomenon that it was. I mean, the other, co- other countries aren't scared of sharks the way that we are. My ringtone for the longest time was the damn song they were singing when it, they were drunk on the boat. <laughs> I got, look, for a while, AMC played Jaws over and over and over and ran you through the freaking washer with that shit. I oh, yeah. come home like from work or something. I think it was the summer of my senior year. So I was just doing jet skis constantly. And I, I, as soon as I would get home, it was Jaws. The same freaking Jaws. It wasn't Jaws 2. It wasn't Jaws 3. It was just Jaws. Oh, man. And Jaws. I sat there with a bag of goldfish. And I was literally sending snaps at 1 o'clock in the morning to my buddy while he was trying to sleep <laughs> work of like me holding up the goldfish and scre- like like pausing the TV when it was right when the shark's <laughs> mouth was open. So it looked like he was eating the goldfish. And yes. those movies were the best. I mean, the fact like that song, show me the way to go home. I'm yeah. tired and I want to go to bed. And then like, you know, that whole thing. That's what fascinates me about older movies because they didn't focus on what a lot of newer movies too, like focus on now, which you can probably shed a little light on this jump scares. Like old school movies did not focus as much on the jump scare. They focused on creating a story, like something where you knew what was going to happen, but you weren't a hundred percent sure. Now, when I go into the movies and I'm trying to watch a new movie, like a horror film or something, I'm like, all right, it's going to either focus on demons, some clown bullshit, or some other type of thing that I'm literally sitting there like, <laughs> he's going to get stabbed when he walked around this corner. Oh, he got stabbed when he walked around the corner. I end up wanting to be the person that's screaming in the movie theater like, don't go in there. Don't do right. it. Yeah, he's going to go in there. Watch. Oh, see, I told you he was going to go in there. <laughs> hey, on that note, what uh how do you feel about uh talking during during a movie maybe not if it's like a huge like super serious movie but something like that like a a kind of cheesy horror movie and and you know you have the classic oh don't go in there bitch like what do you think about that i think it's a way for people to try and do comedy i think it's the same reason why people try and heckle because they think it's going to mm. be funny. Like, you know, you think someone in the crowd that heckles a comedian is they think that what they say is really important and they rather do <laughs> a person's art than, you know, just sitting there and just holding it to themselves. They're trying to get a little piece of the spotlight. I think it's right. the same thing with a the movie theater, the whole fact someone's saying it out loud or something. I don't see it as them being so scared that they have to kind of reassure themselves that they're not going to be murdered themselves. I always chalk it up to the scary movie thing where, the girl's shouting at the movie theater and she just starts getting stabbed and then everybody's like stabbing her <laughs> as she's going yeah. up to the screen and dying. I'm like, nobody really wants to go there and hear you talk and scream at a movie. But the whole fact is nowadays kids on their phones, they just dim the brightness down instead of turning it off and <laughs> sit there and snap yeah. while you're watching a movie. Like I could still see your screen light up, bitch. Put the phone away. <laughs> like I'm a no, really- see, I, I don't like – 
I don't like someone like snap snapping like during a movie. I, I don't think I like that. But I actually really enjoy whenever you have a situation where like people are interacting with the movie in a way. Now, if it was like something really serious and like that I really needed to pay attention to, I don't know, for example, like maybe something like The Exorcist. I don't want to make fun of something like that while the film is happening. But if I'm watching, you know, a, a Freddy Krueger, like a Nightmare on Elm Street type movie, like, or even Friday the 13th, where like the dialogue in the story really doesn't fucking matter. Like we're here for the experience. I want to be with loud people in the theater. And I think that a lot of people think that makes me really weird. I think like, I'm, I, I might come off as kind of like, I seem like probably I'm a dick in public. I'm really not. I'm, so, <laughs> I'm really so passive, but I always try and go for the laughter a little bit. So like when I'm watching yeah. a movie and I'm watching a horror movie, I remember one time I like, we're in the theaters, my buddy, I think it was when uh, it was the purge or something. I oh yeah considered a horror movie but it was more like psycho killer so it kind of made it seem even scarier because that could actually be a thing like people are oh yeah for sure savages but um like we're sitting in the theater and it's like real quiet and like it's like this scary scene a bunch of people are inside the house and stuff and like a bunch of you just someone pops around the corner is a jump scare and my buddy grabs me like kind of scared <laughs> like grabs me and i just inadvertently scream you're a grown-ass man like <laughs> really freaking loud and like i heard so many people laugh and my buddy was laughing and i was like those are the types of moments i'll enjoy in a movie theater yeah yeah if yeah me too me just too just sitting there literally going oh my god this is so underproduced uh but i always i always look oh yeah that's the, bullshit the key and peel episode where they're like that actor doesn't even have a good essential standing or background into the film and like he's just, <laughs> they're quoting all this stuff and the guys like i wish they would just I wish they would just shut up. And the one dude's like, but they're making really good points. Like, <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, I remember that episode. That was so funny, though, because it's so true. Because, like, that can happen. Like, if that happened to a movie theater that I was in and some dude was just pointing out flaws in the movie, I'd be like, he's making good points. Like, he's, he's being right. <laughs> like, you kind of want to keep supporting the guy, even though you really want him to shut up. But Right. Yeah, I, uh, I actually have found there's – we have three kind of major theaters in Fort Wayne, and – I've kind of discovered the one where uh, I guess most people would probably say it's the trashier one because there's like louder people there, but that is uh, the one I actually prefer to go to. <laughs> and uh, cause we have like a really, really nice one. So, so let me tell you the story real quick. I, I, I'll, I'll try to make it quick. Uh, fucking. I have discovered that basically everyone in the world likes star Wars way more than I do. And, like, I liked Star Wars just fine. Like, watched it growing up, watching, you know, the the prequels, the all that shit came out when I was a kid. And, like, yeah, like, I'm I'm down for that. That's great. And then they came out with the the new one, the, uh, uh, what was it, Force Awakens or whatever. Look, and, I don't like any of the new Star Wars, so. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, we, there's a, a, a wonderful Mexican restaurant that I frequent right next to the really nice theater in town. And every Friday, they have super cheap margaritas. So we go there quite often, me and my friends, and drink margaritas and then go to the movie theater. And so, yes, I may have been just ever so slightly drunk when I went to see the premiere of Force Awakens. But this guy sitting next to me was just so pissed that I would 
say anything or make any sounds. Like he shushed me. I was shushed for like whispering to my best friend who was sitting next to me about the movie and about how exciting it was. Cause like we hadn't have a star Wars movie in forever. Like this is exciting and I'm kind of drunk. So like, this is fun. And I was probably louder than I thought I was cause I was kind of drunk, but this guy just kept fucking shushing me. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm never watching star Wars on opening night ever again, because I actually don't like it. I don't like it. I see. I only like star Wars more than star Trek. I'm not a super huge uh, Star Wars nerd. I definitely think the older ones are a lot better. I haven't seen any of the newer ones just because after like five minutes, I'm like, I, I can't follow this story anymore. Yeah. But um, like as much as like I'm kind of joking and I'm kind of not on the fact that every time I kind of stopped going to movie theaters now, only on the concept of every time I go, there's always a crying baby every single <laughs> time. Dude, that's never happened to me. I hear people talk about that all the time. It has I, never happened to me once. I can't do it anymore. I can't. So weird. I'm not. Who's my, fucking taking their babies to the movie theater? God. A lot of people. The hell's wrong with them? I don't know. Let me tell you something. It's um, it's it's a little weird. I what really gets me is like my buddy's like, hey, you want to go uh uh to this movie on this day? I'm like, uh, I'm more of like uh just let me know that day and I'll see how I'm feeling that type of thing. And he's like, sure. well, I want to pre-order our ticket. So I'm like, why? Why don't yeah, you show so up? Like back in the day when you had to get there either on time and if you got there late, you had to pray to God. You weren't sitting up front to where the point where you just had to stare at the middle of the screen and hopefully something flew by that you would catch with your eyes. Because <laughs> when you're that close to the front of the screen, you're trying to like pay attention to everything. Your eyes, your whole head's turning left and right and left and right. And you end up leaving the movie with whiplash. Oh, yeah. See, that's uh, that yeah, that's why I actually like going to the kind of quote unquote trashier theater in our city because the nice one they have like the recliner and everything, and like that's really bitching, but it's like assigned seating, like you select your seat when you buy your ticket. And I'm like, no, fuck that shit, like you don't get to get the best seat because you bought your ticket two weeks ago. Like, no, you show up early like everybody else, and, and it's first come, first serve. Right, yeah, reserve seating is a thing. So what irks you besides that about movie theaters? Do you even go to experience movie theaters anymore? I haven't done it in such a long time. I think the last Man. time I did it, I accidentally – this is one thing that gets me. Every place should have a designed way the bathrooms are, okay? <laughs> there should be one side that is women – whatever. I don't care about all gender restrooms. I'm for that. Go for it. Yeah, whatever. But if you have a registered thing that says women on the left, men on the right, please make that everywhere. <laughs> I'm leaving the theater after not peeing in like three hours. I go and I got I went into the women's bathroom and I walked up. I was like, why is every single thing a stall? And there's a lot of women in here. I'm in the women's bathroom. I'm so sorry. And I walked right back out. My buddy just looks at me and everybody's just laughing. And I'm just like, Oh man. I just walked to the guy's bathroom piss and I walked out. He's like, Do you just walk to the girl's bathroom? And I was like, Yeah, I know. It was so uncomfortable. I was like, Hey, we're all in here together. And I had to walk out. <laughs> uh yeah so i uh i've probably watched more movies in the theater this year than i have in a really long time and that's mostly just because of the podcast not that we review any of the movies that we see in theaters but i just feel like you get more you know, of an impact from a movie theater yeah and i just feel like to to be able to kind of stay in the know of everyone on like instagram and the horror community of like new movies that are coming out and stuff like that so i've probably watched four or five just this year which is very rare for me because I actually have a 
projector in in my house a projector surround sound it's not fucking super bitching or anything i don't make a lot of money uh it's you know fairly cheap just because i know a lot about live production and how to put that shit together so i'm able to set it up fairly uh inexpensively uh so i have that at home so it's like like do i really want to go you know pay 13 dollars for this plus you know a fucking eight dollar coke and a ten dollar bucket of popcorn or i can just uh wait until that shows up on like voodoo rent it for three bucks and just watch it on my couch still on a big screen i also think it's probably easier just to get it on your phone in those illegal ways too that's also true i do not do that i will uh, say i don't do that yeah. i've had seasons of my life i've had seasons of my life where, where i did that but i've been trying to be better about supporting uh creatives as i as i get older in life that becomes something that's a little more important i'm 29 now so so i'm getting old as fuck and uh i i create things and i hope that people will pay for the things that i create someday so i'm going to pay for the things that other people create now if it's something totally fucking bullshit like a, a disney property or fucking like uh, avengers endgame they don't need my money. They, they have plenty. I'm not fucking worried about that. So I'll pirate the fuck out of that. I try and save a lot of my money. If it's like a self-produced like produced thing, like a guy, like not really big name is doing something, I'll be more than right. happy to pay a ticket for. But when you're charging me $8 for a popcorn, a small popcorn, um, yeah, it's not happening. I'm just going yeah, to like, can I get a sample? Can they give me like a small cup? Can I get another sample? <laughs> Oh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely sneaking, uh, sneaking snacks in. That's the guys that work there do that too. I've talked to people. Oh yeah. I podcast with people that work at movie theaters and like, we do it all the time. My buddy works at a movie theater and he literally on my days off, he's like, just come by in the morning when we open up and I'll come watch this movie. And then you could just keep going into different movies if you want. And I'm like, I'm okay. He's like, you don't want to go experience a movie. I'm like, I, it's not that I don't want to, it's just, I I have other things on my plate, to be honest with you. I, yeah. I haven't, we, we don't really have time to actually go and sit and enjoy a movie anymore. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times the world's so fast-paced now. That's why movie theaters have to make it so much like home as possible because people want to be so comfortable. The reason why movie theaters had character back in the day was because there was that beautiful little blinking or that line of lights going into your seat area. And yes. all that, it seemed like you're going into like some Star Wars dimension type thing. And yes. And some hyperdrive, whatever, Marty McFly. And uh, <laughs> you saw like a lot of my moments, you know, scary moments throughout my childhood. I remember I saw I Am Legend in theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it first came out, I was probably like 14 when it came out. Yo, I saw that in theaters. All right, I was a little bit scared of that. Watched it with my <laughs> That night, we were at my grandparents' house. I like I was just starting, kind of staying there over the summers and work, so I wasn't like you know. It's like kind of when you're like staying somewhere, like like a new friend's house. You're kind of getting a little yeah. bit, yeah. Like, kind of getting the little vibe a little bit. Well, they lived down on this farm area, and it was the nighttime around the time we got home, and we had this older Dalmatian, and he fell down the steps, so he couldn't get up. He couldn't use his legs, so we had to take him to the vet. Damn. Yeah, so hold on, this you can keep. I'm gonna keep playing the sad song real quick, you know. But uh, the, like he fell down the steps, and my grandpa's like, "Watch him while I go get some things to take him to the vet." So he called my grandma. Ended up being on a 30 minute conversation. It's nine o'clock at night. 
it's dark out. I'm by a dim light. I just saw I Am Legend, and they want me to keep this dog on the ground while I'm already hearing <laughs> voices and shit from the woods that are right next to their house. Immediately, <laughs> I start thinking it's I Am Legend. Everybody's dead. I'm going to die. There's going to be a bunch of zombies come out. And immediately, I said, screw this dog. Uh, <laughs> oh, no! I ended up staying there because then I ended up turning into like Will Smith when his dog got bit. Yeah. And he was kind of sitting there like trying to like protect himself and the dog saved his life. I was like, I know if a zombie comes out of the woods right now, you're going to save my life. Even though That's your right. legs don't work, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I can run faster than you at this point. But <laughs> I, I, they, that scared me. But like it's moments like those, especially when you're a kid, when you see a scary movie, dude, the impact it has on you. You don't see that a whole lot nowadays. Kids are just, they're half paying attention. Even when you go to the movie theaters, my little cousin, I'll take him to the movies and he'll just sit there on his phone. I'm like, dude, come on. Like, we're here yeah. watching this. You know, I watched Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter in theaters with my yeah. grandfather. And my grandfather was like, that actually made me like Abraham Lincoln. I'm like, you, you fucking. <laughs> You're, you're, wait, 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 wait. What? You didn't like him before? Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, <laughs> you didn't like him before? He goes, no, that guy wasn't that good. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, that's why I got shot in a theater. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> then he started finding out stuff about Abraham Lincoln you actually didn't know, like the fact that he actually wasn't for uh, abolishing slavery. He actually said if he could keep slaves, he would. He just believed that they should be paid a little bit. Yeah, I think I do remember some hearing some of that stuff. I uh, I actually used to work at a used bookstore, and so like you were you were saying, you know, when you're introducing me to the the podcast, you know, like conspiracy theories and stuff like that are are open for discussion. And like you just when you work at a used bookstore, you find all kinds of crazy ass conspiracy books, and then you get all the crazy ass conspiracy people coming in to look for those books. Are you? And then they want to tell you video? all about them. Are you looking at your video screen right now? Yeah, I can. Yeah, look at your video screen and look. Watch, I'm about to turn on the video. This uh -huh. is a book I picked up from a thrift store. Great. There it is. In conspiracies. <laughs> My mom's like, why would you buy that? I was like, because it's 25 cents and I like looking into some weird shit. Hell yeah. Dude, I see. All right. If I'd ask you one question, if I'd ask you about movie theaters and the movies that are coming out, do you think more people are going to go to movie theaters? Do you think it's going to kind of die off? Because like recently, my neighborhood, or at least in my area, they this, we have a movie theater with a bar now and that's like the one thing you definitely don't want um you're not allowed to bring drinks into the theater but you can drink outside right. the theater and then go in once you're done i see that as a big problem what do you think about that oh man you know what i i have a i have a couple thoughts i guess i i do think that theaters are obviously in in danger but i think the problem is that they're in danger of not making as much money as they used to and that's why they're afraid i don't think that they're necessarily necessarily in danger of not existing i just think that the you know executives and the higher ups the the one percent of the theater business need to get used to getting a smaller paycheck because i think that as on demand gets more and more popular as fucking people like me are able to afford a, I mean, I'm serious. Like I, I am not a very rich person whatsoever. I do my, my house probably, my house cost me like $70,000. 
uh, I, you know, make probably $30,000 a year. Like I'm not, I'm not doing super well <laughs> as a 29 year old I mean, with I'm a not, wife and a child. You know, I'm right there in the same <laughs> boat, man. It's, it's difficult. It's, you find that everywhere, man. Like I know people that are fit yeah, yeah. that are still doing shit they don't want to do. The whole concept of a lot of businesses, a lot of things are hurting only because it's so like, I like watching a movie on your phone is free. It's a thousand times easier. You're not supposed to do it, but people right. do it. And it's only at the concept of, like they'll watch it on their phone and then be like, that movie's okay. And then they go and see it in a whole completely mindset for it, like a theater or something. Whoa, this movie's actually pretty awesome. It's like, yeah, because you were seeing it through right. a shitty phone screen at like one That's so true. I do agree with that. I agree with that. One of my favorite directors is uh um oh fuck. What's his name? Uh Lynch. 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 Ah fuck. David Lynch? I thought you I might be making that up. Uh, not George Lucas. Uh, Lynch, who did uh, he he did fucking Twin Peaks and uh, Eraserhead and and some of that other shit. But anyway, like one of his big quotes is, "If you want to go watch a movie, go watch it on the biggest screen you can, as loud as you possibly can, and that's how you watch movies." And I I love that statement. I a hundred percent agree. Dude, I remember some of my uh, best childhood moments. Me and my buddy, uh, we used to have a bunch of friends over by a bonfire, and we set up a projection screen, and we would watch scary movies at night on his farmland. And, dude, let me tell you something. Hell, yeah, dude. Do you guys have a, you guys have a drive-ins over there? Drive-ins? I wish we had a drive-in movie theater. The only Damn. one I've seen it was in Baltimore, and it was a rundown one. And I literally thought if I had a million dollars, the first thing I would do is I would re-bring that place back up. I really Absolutely. hope that comes back into society today. Yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. So, I mean, they're still pretty popular here in the Midwest. We actually have three of them that's within driving distance. I mean, you know, 20, 30 miles away. We're, we're, I'm in the city, so you kind of have to get out to the country um, where they can have a screen that big. But, dude, they're fucking awesome. I love driving movies. I, I think it's a whole concept. Like, I mean, nothing's better than just being scared. But the whole thing that goes up into getting scared is also the process and the environment that they create with watching it too. You know, yeah. if, you, if you watch it, like I wish it was, I hope it comes back one day. I don't see it happen a lot. And I, I used to do it all the time. I don't really do it anymore. Um, there are sometimes movie nights with your family or friends. You just got to be able to sit and watch a movie together. I mean, a lot of people don't do that anymore. A lot of people just feel like it's, they're more comfortable watching it in the room. It kind of scares me, kind of sucks, but I'm, at least I'm honest and I'm, I'm glad to know that there's at least people out there like myself that do enjoy a little bit of the old classic um, scary least flicks a little bit. And I'm glad I got to be able to talk to you on my podcast, man. It's awesome. Yeah. To kind of find, uh, there's a, like, I haven't really talked to anybody that does a horror podcast, um, mostly because of the whole concept of, you know, people either because of religious reasons or because they just think everything's just fake and all this stuff they don't really focus right. on the kind of the awesome horror movies that come around in october time yeah man yeah it's a it's it's honestly it was a it was a pleasure this is the first time anyone's asked me to be on a podcast i ask other people to be on my podcast all the time so uh it was actually really really fun to get to meet somebody new and to kind of be on the other side of things for once well i want to give you a minute here at the end to kind of be able to plug your own podcast so people can find your awesome content man yeah thanks man uh so again my name is james uh, i do the eek channel it's uh e-e-k-c-h-a-n-n-e-l you can find us on instagram uh facebook youtube all the all the internet places that people do things and then 
Uh, the easiest way to find the podcast is on whatever your podcast app is. If you just search for Eek or Eek Channel, E-E-K or E-E-K-C-H-A-N-N-E-L, you're going to find our shit. So uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem, man. And if anytime you guys need a guest or something to come onto your podcast, and maybe if you want to freak me out, go ahead, dude, because I don't get- Oh, scared. dude, we'll, put, we'll, we'll get it in the books. That sounds great. I have five chest hairs, so I'm pretty manly. Um, <laughs> I like to also uh, eat a bowl of nails for breakfast without any milk, so- Good. It's pretty tough as iron. Nail, nails like fingernails, though, right? Oh, yeah, witches and brews and all those weird- <laughs> <laughs> that we would think about later in life all right well thanks for being on this episode of out of the blank podcast and stay tuned for our next episode